Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 381 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her hair and nails. Yes, I knew I'd get your attention. <laughs> well, before we start this terrific show with our wonderful chef, Abby Gelman, back to give us nutrition nudges, just know that this episode is made possible by our friends at Solaray Vitamins. That's S-O-L-A-R-A-Y Vitamins. And you know they've got that once a day women's multiple vitamin that's formulated to meet the unique needs of women. That's right. So it includes hair, skin, nails blend, and it's got some of that nice eye health in there too. And you get a full body, whole woman support. So run on over to solaray.com, S-O-L-A-R-A-Y.com to learn more. All right, it's time for her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind, her body, her life. It's all about her. Chef Abby Gelman, you're back again as our nutritionist and our culinary expert. <laughs> so you're a culinary nutritionist, all in one little delightful package, I might add. Um, <laughs> and, and so... How are you, Abby? I am doing great. Thanks for having me back. Okay, so we're going to enlighten and empower women out there with hairiness, how you get gorgeous hair, <laughs> um, hair and nails while we're at it, um, because everything seems to come together and all the way through. So I'm thinking, just saying, that in addition to the Solaray Multiple Vitamin for Women, which has um, some uh, of the goodies for hair and nails, let's kind of drill down a little bit more on what it takes to really optimize uh, what we need to be able to have the best hair and nails. Because, you know, we're women and that's important. So how about we talk about, da-da-da, drum roll, biotin. Now, I bet people out there don't even know that it's called vitamin H, um, right? like hair. <laughs> so that's how you remember it. And it actually comes from uh, the Greek word biotis, that's B-I-O-T-O-S, uh, which means life or sustenance. Man, I'm going to go with that one with hair and nails. And, you know, it's all about, seriously, um, skin, hair, eyes, liver, nervous system, you know, biotin is the B vitamins in general are so good for all of that. So this one B vitamin is is water soluble and it passes right through your body um, and out the other end when you urinate. And so, you know, you don't have to take it with anything special. It's just water. Um, and it's got almost no side effects to it. Uh, and there are no known toxicity symptoms. If you have a little too much biotin, maybe longer hair, just kidding. I was just throwing that out there. Um, so, <laughs> but I bet a lot of people just don't know, um, uh, enough about, uh, biotin and how you actually get it. So, so take it away, Chef Abby on where do you get it from? What are the natural sources of biotin? 
Sure. So as far as foods, um, one of the top places to get it, which some people love, some people might not be fans, is organ meat. So liver, for example. Um, but you can also get it from eggs, fish, seeds and nuts, um, and certain vegetables just like sweet potatoes and uh, let's see what else is on my list here. Spinach, broccoli. You can find all sorts of biotin on, you know, in some veggies as well. But definitely your organ meats and your eggs and fish are your top choices. Excellent. Fantastic. And, you know, uh, here's a here's a question for you. <laughs> we talked about this at a, on a, during another, you know, uh, podcast, didn't we? And that is, are people actually getting any of this stuff in their food? <laughs> are they, right? Yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Well, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, nobody's perfect. And I'm a dietitian and a chef. And I, for sure, 100% don't eat perfectly. Um and I think supplements are, are definitely an important part of our daily routine, right? So between not being able to eat enough food, soil degradation, the way you cook things and prepare things, the change in how, how much nutrients are even in certain foods now versus, you know, 50 years ago. So supplements are helpful in supplementing our, you know, healthiest food intake or our, our daily diet. So Definitely, I am um, pro supplements when we're looking to really round out what we're what we're how we're feeding ourselves. How interesting! Um, I, I think we were calling it before food is not enough, um, and, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a snarky little way of saying, "Hey, um, are you really honestly?" getting um, all the the food stuffs that you require. And and here we're talking about um, a B vitamin. Um, And, you know, uh, when you just rattle off that nice list of where you get all this from, eggs, organ meats, um, nuts, nut butters, soybeans, other legumes, other beans, uh, whole grains, cereals, cauliflower, that's one of my favorite, uh, bananas, um, shrooms, mushrooms. Um, you know, right. when I when, when you heard out there in her podcast land, uh, Chef Abby, you know, go down that laundry list. What does it look like for you? Come on now. Uh, when was the last time <laughs> you had your shrooms, your cauliflower, your nanas, um, some whole grains, um, you know, basically soybeans and other legumes, nut butters, etc. I mean, come on, an egg yolk. So if you're not, then if biotin can be found there as a natural source and you're not getting enough, this is where, you know, taking a a biotin supplement uh, may be very helpful. And you're going to find that, you know, there are a lot of companies out there that say, well, we have the ultimate hair supplement. Um, and it's got all kinds of stuff thrown into it. But really, at the end of the day, it gets down to uh, biotin at about a 5,000 microgram level. And even Solaray has um, time release um, biotin at 5,000 as well as um, a lozenge. I like the fact that there's some options here because mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. just prefer not to pop a pill and the lozenge will work perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So that that's very cool too. Biotin's so terribly important. But you know, 
you and I talked about um, the fact that we wanted to, to discuss, you know, hair and nails. And when we get down to it, um, biotin's super important um, for especially uh, hair and all the rest of it. But it also uh, begs the question of what else is important? And it's protein, because it's a building block of muscles, bones, organs, skin, and nails. Protein, ladies, protein. So now we have to, let's go to women for a minute. Oh, women, I'm just wagging my little finger at you because you have this little habit sometimes of not spreading your protein out through the day, but instead um, leaving it for one meal only. Now, it could be the main meal of the day, like dinner. It could be the mid-afternoon. Well, when I say that midday meeting, uh, meal, because a lot of people now are kind of minimizing dinner a little bit more, but it's not spread out and you can't possibly get all the protein you need in, in just one meal because the actual protein requirements end up being about 50 uh, grams for a woman. And you, there's only so much protein you can possibly absorb. So help us figure out how you work around that, Chef Abby. Yeah, so I think one way is to just, um, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to just be a little bit more thoughtful about when you do sit down to eat. That is a well-rounded meal or snack. Um, breakfast is a good example if you are someone who does eat breakfast. Um, you can get lots of protein from eggs and yogurt, um, dairy, that kind of thing. But if you're eating primarily a oatmeal or cereal or a, a breakfast that is heavier on the, the carbohydrate side, you might not be getting enough protein. So just kind of being aware or thinking about protein and how you can maybe bump up the amount of protein in that breakfast, which happens to be the, the real, the one meal that, that is usually lesser with the protein. And even snacks, maybe you grab a piece of fruit for a snack, but why don't you, you know, try to pair it with a piece of cheese or maybe some nuts or something that will give you a little bit of protein in there along with that fruit or vegetable or, or you know, item like that. Um, just kind of being thoughtful about what you're putting on your plate and really trying to remember that the protein is super important for every time you sit down. I mean, seriously, how many times, Abby, do you sit down with a friend for, say, lunch or even dinner, and they order up a salad with absolutely no protein? Right, And, and, exactly. and you look at them and you're like, um, yeah. what? I mean, what? where'd you're the protein go? <laughs> Damn, you know, I mean, that'd be like eating air. Um, yeah, there's no satiety. There's no real satisfaction that mm -hmm. goes along with that. So, yeah. you know, like what's up with that? So I usually just very gently say, Hey, don't you want a little protein with that? You know, just in, you know, little way. And, um, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, I will say at least 50% of the time women, you know, uh, you know, do that V8, you know, a commercial thing like, ah, could have thought about that, you know, um, right. Never thought. And so then they just add, you know, some form of protein, whether it's a vegetarian form or a vegan form or, you know, however they're doing it or, or just 
some form of fish or uh, or chicken or something because people just plain forget and uh it's important to spread the wealth here now why is this also important well there's some stuff that women may not know out there and you and i know that proteins you know are are so important because these amino acids that make up proteins are the building blocks honestly of just life they help build cells enzymes antibodies muscle uh, everything and they also help you know with things like i mean proteins important for hair um you know if you you know one of the things that happens when women start sort of starving themselves saying oh, i'm gonna lose a lot of weight and so they just eat almost nothing and of course protein's one of the first things out the door um they start losing hair yeah and yeah and, and it's very common and in eating disorders you see it all the time but once mm -hmm. you start amping up the protein you know back comes the lustrous hair um and the rest of it so long as it's obviously we're talking about high quality protein here uh as well but here's something so when you consume a protein as a woman um you can decrease the risk of heart attacks and heart disease in women what well so studies have shown that women who ate the most protein um and this is women who clearly don't have things like kidney disease and you know other things that are problems with processing protein but just healthy women when they eat closer to 100 grams a day they're 25 percent less likely to have had a heart attack or have passed away from heart disease than the women who ate the least amount of protein, which is, you know, much closer to, you know, like the minimum, which is 50 uh, grams a day, you know, and this occurred over a 14 year period. So how interesting is that? So, you know, we wanna make sure we get in the appropriate amount of protein. And I think that that's probably a question that's asked of you a lot Chef Abby, because if I come in and I'm like, say for instance, I'm a 60 year old woman who says, hey, I'm not 20 anymore. Am I supposed to change my protein requirements? And by the way, BTW, um, I'm working out in the gym. I'm no athlete, you know, like a elite athlete, but I'm working out in the gym on a routine basis. I'm lifting my weights. I'm, you know, doing my endurance. Um, but I'm also 60. So do things change? What would you say? Yeah. Yeah. As we age, especially women, um, you know, your body sadly does, you know, it does break down over time. And what happens a lot as we age and we hit, a, you know, 60s, 70s, sarcopenia happens, which is essentially muscle loss. So it makes it harder for us as we age to maintain our muscle tone. So we need to work that much harder. And part of working that much harder is eating more protein. So a 60 year old woman who exercises will need more protein per kilogram of body weight compared to someone who is a 25 year old woman who, you know, might not be as active or about the same activity level. So we need more to maintain it. Okay, and and so it's really interesting. This is this has to be individualized, um, so that 
you know, you can't point to a woman who's super active, you're not, and you say, oh, I should have the same amount of protein. The answer is not necessarily. And now you've got to look right. at your own requirements. This is why really paying attention to yourself and, and no longer just sort of grabbing whatever kind of templates floating around the misinformation on the internet um, yeah. is so yeah. important. Pay attention. This is also why I'm a crazy person about making sure that you check in with a registered dietitian, someone who's put in, logged in the hours and gotten the, uh, the licensure to be able to uh, inform you at the highest level which is why we're all so happy at the her podcast that you're here for us, uh, Chef Abby, Yay. with your pretty extraordinary background. Yay, you. <laughs> so let's let's move on for a second. So protein also contributes to adequate bone strength and density. Now here's another little, you know, coffee table talk um, kind of thing um, I'm going to share, and that is protein makes up fifty percent of the volume of your bone and about 33% of its mass when you're consuming enough high quality protein, then you're going to be able to help maintain both bone health, something you and I have talked about so mm -hmm. often, um, as well as muscle mass and function. So you get a twofer on this one, and that's muscle and bone together. So really important again, that you're getting more of this protein. Okay, I'm gonna you know do a little commercial break. Chef Abby, <laughs> what are some cool sources of um, vegetarian, as well as just straight on flexitarian with fish? Um, a pescatarian and flexitarian with, you know, just moving in and out. What are some of the coolest, you know, as best we can see, cleanest um, uh, sources of protein out there? So I have lately been enamored with pinned fish. And I think it's because I was in Europe. So canned tuna, canned salmon, um, you can also find uh, canned trout, canned mackerel, depending on where you live. So those are usually affordable and pantry ready. So you could have a couple cans of tuna or salmon and ready to go at any time. And they are, you know, very high quality protein sources in general, um, as long as you eat fish and they can be added to so many things very quickly, very easily, or you can even just eat them plain with, you know, side of, of crackers. Um, so those are some really great sources that I like to recommend lately, especially with inflation and, and, you know, food prices going up. Those are usually some really good staples. Well, do they do that? I mean, you, you now have me fascinated. This whole can thing, what's mm -hmm. going on in Europe? Mm -hmm. what, I mean, why did they use it a lot? Oh my goodness. Really? It's, the, the fish there, the canned fish there is so delicious. So canned fish anywhere is typically cooked in the can. So it, the, the liquid or the oil that's in there with it also gets a wonderful flavor. And those omega-3 fatty acids are in that fluid or, you know, oil, whatever it is. But they, in a lot of cases, I was just in Portugal. So they, they actually took the tuna out of the ocean and then canned it 
in the same 24-hour period, like right next to where they just fished. Wow. So it's, it, it was just, the quality was insanely good. And um, people eat that as part of their, that's like the, their regular normal day-to-day. Um, and it was just really, it was really affordable, but it tasted luxurious or, you know, really um, fancy. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that is so cool. Um, I didn't know that. Well, lucky those Europeans again. Um, and, you know, once again, we can learn from just about anyone. This is a good thing. All right. Yeah. So what, what about the other sources of protein? Yeah. So vegetarian, I'm always a big fan of beans and lentils, those legumes. Um, you can get them dried and cook them off. You could get them canned, already cooked. Um, and that's another, it's another really pantry stable, um, affordable, accessible way to add um, those plant-based proteins to your, to your day. Um, you can just throw them on a salad, you know, put them, mix them in with some ground meat. You can, you know, sky, you mash them up and make kind of a dip or a hummus. So many ways to use them um, and uh, lots of good texture and flavor and, and plant-based protein there too. I like getting little bits and pieces here and there. Like uh, just the other day mm -hmm. I did my pumpkin seeds and there it is. And so even nuts, as it were, um, and seeds yeah. have some protein in them and that's good. So I always like to have yep. my little almonds and walnuts and, you know, that type yeah. of thing. So, um, you know, it's, it's sort of like, um, putting pennies, nickels and quarters in a piggy bank. Um, so there's a little here, mm -hmm. a little there. It's not like you have to have, you know, a filet of fill in the blank in front of you at all times. I mean, Chicken, right off the bat, you know, will give you about 25 grams. Fish may, um, right about the same uh, for a, a decent filet. Um, so that's good. But if you're really gunning to get something, you know, closer to 75 grams a day um, with 50 at a very minimum for women, um, then mm -hmm. you, yeah. you know what you have to do, seriously? You got to plan ahead. Um, yeah, you know, you got to play it like where the, where the heck are you going to get it? I mean, when, when in doubt, I throw together a smoothie and that smoothie will definitely yeah. get me 20 right off the bat. Um, if I'm using one of my yep. usual powders and then I could add into it, which I usually do some walnuts, um, chia and flax seeds, you know, for a little extra, extra, yep. um, and maybe even some yogurt. Yeah. And if you use, um, yogurt, exactly. Yogurt or kefir, I like kefir because it's more liquidy so then the smoothie isn't crazy thick you can still drink it but you're getting that pop of um dairy protein in there yeah i know i, I always like it when it's like like a brick when i'm trying to drink it you know it's like mm. oops too much yogurt <laughs> um <laughs> i and then it settles really quickly in this little white layer and then the rest of it so you have to just sort of like drink it pretty quickly but um yeah i think the kefir is a great idea um, no doubt. Now, here's something. I know, I know. Um, so, how about weight maintenance and weight management? Mm. So, we all know, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 one in three adults in the United States is obese. Um, the majority of American adults are now officially overweight. 
okay? And if things keep up at the rate they're going, heaven help us all, by the year 2030, which the last time I looked is kind of around the corner, uh, the majority of adults uh, by a factor of like 51% will be obese. Now, come on now, people. We can do better than this because we know that, you know, we've got to be able to be aiming for more um, more of a healthy body composition uh, to be able to, you know, increase quality of life and decrease impairments in quality of life. So, so protein intake is critical for weight loss and weight maintenance because it increases the feeling of what we call satiety or fullness. And when it's uh, combined with healthy eating, and I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of time-restricted feeding, meaning that um, you eat within a window of anywhere between eight to 12 hours during the day, and then the rest of the time you're not eating. Uh, you could call it fasting if you want. I just say feeding or non-feeding. But when you eat with the when factor in mind, you know, like over what period of time do you eat? You don't just do the free-for-all because then you end up with all these problems. Right. That's what really counts. So protein is huge. It's huge here because it's so helpful. So you're helping yourself stay, you know, uh, more satisfied. You know what I do sometimes? I'll, I'll grab a nut butter. Ooh, last time I looked, it also had biotin in it. Just saying. Um, and I'll <laughs> grab a nut butter, which has protein in it. Actually, it has like a serving of um, almond butter. Has um, at least seven grams mm -hmm. of protein. So raise your hand if you think that's cool. Um, and so yeah. I'll grab that. And it's got two things that will help. Um, one is it's got satiety. Where's it coming from? Well, it, it, there's definitely protein there, but it also has healthy fat and fat is very satisfying. So you got the fat, the protein, um, and then the protein, of course, is helping you, um, you know, with this whole issue of bone health, muscle health, um, as well as what we just talked about before with regard to hair and nails. So... How neat is that? And and here's what's cool. I'll do it sometimes when I have no other time, like I'm just running between meetings and things are getting crazy. Um, I'll just do a good old tablespoon of a nut butter. I'm home. Yeah. And I'm actually good to go for at least an hour. Yeah. What about you? I love that too. Um, I am also someone who kind of grabs a spoon and takes a scoop of peanut butter whenever I need something quick. It's easy and delicious. Um, and there's nothing wrong, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you have a nice, you know, jam and some good whole, whole wheat bakery bread and some nut butter on there. That's a great, you know, way to keep you going, um, for lunch or a snack or dinner or whatever. Um, so all those healthy fats too, like avocado is a great one. Um, lots oh my god i love avocado mm -hmm. oh it's the best yeah absolutely the best especially for potassium yeah oh yeah exactly mm -hmm. so that's yeah now there's another little favorite of mine 
and I know it's a favorite of yours, quinoa. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about quinoa for a minute. Why is this so good? Well, yeah. Oh, I love quinoa. Well, one of my favorite things about it is that it's quick to cook. So it's only 15 minutes to make quinoa versus, you know, rice or other whole grains, which can take 45 minutes or longer. Um, so already it's a winner in, in my book. Um, plus it has healthy fat. It's got magnesium and iron and all these other nutrients in addition to the um, plant-based protein that you just mentioned. And it's pretty versatile. So you can, it, it almost takes on the, the flavor of whatever you put it with. So you can pair it with beans and lentils um, or a fish or a meat, um, a, any kind of sauce or dressing that you like. And it will taste delicious. Um, kind of in any form that you use. I, you know what I do? I just take the quinoa and just combine it with every vegetable I can find. Because what's really oh, cool yeah. is visually you've got Mount St. Quinoa. Um, then you've got all <laughs> kinds of, you know, like greenery poking out. And then I've got, I mean, yeah. seriously, quinoa is just good for everything. And uh, I just want to make sure that we, we knew that more than anything else. And the other thing too yeah. to keep in mind is, um, you know, when we're talking about protein for all the women out there in her podcast land are either pregnant or want to get pregnant or breastfeeding, n- you know, nutrition obviously is critical during pregnancy and while breastfeeding and in and that really applies to a uh, protein consumption. And so, you know, like, for instance, women who are breastfeeding require nearly two times as much protein as a non pregnant non nursing woman. And so, it, you know, when you have that protein, it really aids in maximizing breast milk production and improves infant growth and development. So, you know, during pregnancy and breastfeeding is not a great time to be cutting back on any protein. Please, once again, um, sounding like a rant and a rave, and I am, please keep in mind that you've got to plan your protein because if you open up your refrigerator and there's nothing there, well, you know, come on now, girlfriends, um, you had to have planned, need to have it. All right. So this is such a great episode. All things biotin, vitamin H, as they say in the business, biotin, um, and, you know, really looking at, uh, what improves our hair, our nails, our bones for that matter. But this is, uh, biotin is such an important B vitamin and we need to keep this in mind when we eat and just go back and look at that laundry list we gave you for a better understanding of uh, how you can get it naturally. And then obviously we have the supplements as well. So with that, Chef Abby, thank you so much for enlightening and empowering us with more knowledge about our nutrition and how to be able to extend our health span by consuming the right foods and making sure we've got supplements when we need them as well. Because remember, food off times is just plain not enough. All right, everyone out there, please take a minute to hit iTunes, rate and review the show. And I'm waiting to hear from you because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Herb Podcast. Please follow me on Facebook uh, at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. Remember to catch every single episode of the Herb Podcast on iTunes, Radio MD, 
and all of the major platforms. Thanks for listening today. Please stay safe and stay well.